Hi guys, welcome to another amazing edition of the Productivity Mindset Show and today we're going to discuss one of the things that, that means a lot to me and um, that has to do with writing and um, interestingly we have one amazing personality who I met on the internet yes i met nathan ojalkomo on twitter and uh, we've gotten to talk about one or two things and for the very first time i'm meeting in person today to talk about um, the writing process writer's block everything that has to do with writing and in between nathan is a copywriter yeah. and um, once again i'm ajibola your host so um, Nathan, you're welcome to the Productimated Show. Thank you, Ajipola. Yeah, so um, how has it been? How has it been doing your stuff? Oh, the corona hit everybody, so it's, I'll say it's been a bumpy ride. Yeah. There have been good days, bad days, but we're mostly optimistic about the future, so. I'm always seeing your hand on, <coughs> I'm always seeing your hand on Twitter, so. Uh, your boss moves. <laughs> no, you have to make yourself known now. Mm. As a freelancer, you are, you are your own CEO, you are your own PR, you are your own accountant. You have to do everything. You have to get in front of the people you hope to attract. Interesting. Before we continue on the line of writing, that sounds very interesting. Do you mind um, expounding on that? As, um, as a freelance writer, the rudiments, you know, what everybody sees is that amazing writing or after many years, you know, all those years when people did not even notice what you are doing and then all of a sudden people can see that amazing stuff, they can see that amazing copy and they're like, oh, who is that guy? So what, what, what does that mean, Jim and Expounding? You mean like showing up on Twitter? Yeah, no, you said you have to be your own CEO, you okay. have to... Well, the thing is, being a freelance copywriter, it's, it's a full-time, I'll say it's a full-time business, because there's nobody else that's going to do it for you. So you have to market your services by yourself. First, you have to have the skills. Like, you have to be good at writing copy. And to be good, you have to read books, watch videos, and write itself. Then you have to turn your attention also to the business side of copywriting because nobody's going to bring the clients to your doorstep. So you have to show up consistently, show the value. Because you're a writer. So it's when people see what you can write that they'll know, okay, um, let me see what this guy can do for me, for, me, for my business. So when you have, to, you have to write, when you write, you'll be attracted. And what you write also matters because you can't just write for everybody. True. Um, um, Twitter or the internet generally has its own, as large as it is, everybody has their own space. There's a space for marketers, there's a space for food, there's football Twitter, there's um, church Twitter, there's, there's different, there are different parts of Twitter. Yeah. So you have to create content that attracts the section of Twitter that I want to attract. For me, I'm mostly talking to marketers, creatives, and um, business owners that have blogs or that know the value of content marketing. So I share tips, share resources, and stuff like that that makes them see or notice 
my work. Oh, okay. Um, let me just ask this question. What, what does it mean to be a copywriter? Okay, it means writing words, video scripts that make people take action. For most part of it, the action you want people to take is to buy stuff. At the end of the whole copy, the call to action is usually buy now or shop now, get 5% off, stuff like that. But also it involves um, other forms of action. Could be to download an ebook or subscribe to this channel. Or subscribe to this channel and other sorts of marketing stuff. Okay. Um, okay. So for you, how, how has the journey been? What was the journey? What was your journey into copywriting? Did you just have you, is it what you've always wanted to do? How did you stumble into copywriting? What's the journey like? Okay, um, it's not, I would say copywriting was never in my plans because I majored in statistics. Interesting. I'm just, yeah, so um, I actually started writing online in um, 2017, 20, like two years ago, 2017, 2018. Um, at the time, I was just, I was mostly doing content writing, not copywriting. Content writing, I was doing it like, a way to supplement my pocket money so that I don't have to call home every single time that the boy is broke. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I had to do something by myself. So I had a laptop, I had an internet and a good phone. So I was like getting gigs. Because I had a friend, okay, I had a friend that introduced me to writing. Yeah. So Whenever I had too much work on his hands, he would share with me. Then eventually, I got better. Then I worked with directly with the guy I was working with. So I was no longer sharing his own job. So I was working directly with the guy. So I did that when I finished school, doing my NYSC too. That was when I started, because I started, because every skill, you'll get better. So when I started writing, I was outside of the movies, but then I started getting better and better and better. I started reading books. Then I started learning about SEO, copywriting, so it was different from content writing. Then I started leaning towards copywriting, but I'm still doing both content writing and copywriting. But I always improved my skills, so since then I've been getting better, better and better, and seeing more results. The work that I do. Interesting. So um, you've done quite a number of stuff. I've, I've seen a couple of, of your stuff. Which of your work would you consider to be the biggest? Okay, the biggest was a content writing mixed with copywriting gig I did for CoSchedule. Yeah, I saw that work. Yeah, like CoSchedule is one of the biggest marketing companies in the world so yeah so like kind of we have, a big boy. <laughs> we have a very big boy here it's kind of a big deal for me but uh, and it's funny that i got the gig from reaching out to the guy so let me call him guy now the inbound director of course on twitter so i reached out <laughs> twitter is powerful yes so i reached out to him on twitter 
I DM'd him like can I write for your company and he said sure send me a pitch sent the pitch he liked it then I started writing I wrote the article I submitted it so I was surprised he didn't have any edits like wow, that's very strange nice. <laughs> so they published it and recently I think two days ago I asked like I reached out to the man again I asked him like how is the post performing and he replied that it has um, I think two point something conversion rates it's you might think it's low percent no in percent I think it's low but the industry standard is like 1.7 so 2.9 ish is higher than the industry standard and he also mentioned that they had almost a hundred sign-ups to their email list because of from that. that piece of content that's huge yeah and that's in the past months that was one of their top performing articles so that i said it's a mix of content writing and, and copywriting because it prompted people to join co-schedule's email list now that's uh, that's profound it's uh, what's it called emira's skill so now my question is for someone who who is watching and has interest in copywriting or content writing and or someone is watching this and is part to research and be like well let me give copywriting or content writing where's the starting point how can such a person start and what skills uh, is it that this person needs to pay attention to what skills do i need to pay attention to well the person has to start by writing there are no two ways about it you you can read a thousand books can watch a thousand videos but none will compare to um, or none will prove your skill as writing would so if you want to be a copywriter i'll say you should first try to get out three pieces of content like it could be three articles could be three ad samples could be three email samples just write just do something just write then share it with somebody if the person like says it and, and goes okay this is this is nice even the person never says it's nice just just write something as you can share it on medium you don't have to start with a self-hosted website you can put it on medium you can put it on twitter you can put it on facebook or any social media platform that you currently use get those out then start reading books books help too there's um there are three books or there are more than three books actually but they are very there's these three popular books everybody writes everybody writes by Anne Andy okay that's for content writing and writing content on the internet there's um, Boron Letters by Gary Albert, that's for copywriting. Then there's um, Scientific Advertising by, I think, Joe Sugarman. I'm not sure if it's Joe Sugarman or Cloud Hopkins. I'm not sure. That one is about copywriting. If you can read those three books, and like as you're reading, practice, continue writing, then three months, four months, you should see an improvement. Three, four months of consistent writing. Yes, oh, okay. that's if you are a total, like, 
total beginner, like you've not written stuff before online, then you start seeing improvements. So what what's your writing process like? Okay. Um, it begins with an outline, right? So when you are writing um, blog content or content writing, not copywriting now, content, I'm writing content for a blog, I need an outline telling me what the topic is, what the keyword is. The keyword is important for SEO, um, the audience that I'm trying to pass a message across to, um, and like a specific not specific, but um, what counts, a range, what count range. So after, when I get those, then I start with the research. I usually start with Google, um, search the keyword online, find the top 10, posts. 10, 20 posts, see what all of them are saying. Mostly, today's content, most of them are usually saying the same, same thing. thing. But for me, I try to see if I can find another angle that's different from those um, those posts. I look for another angle. Then I do that by also reading books because most books, they are, most topics have books written about them that are not on Google. So I usually check books, see other viewpoints. Then if it's a really, really hard topic, and I ask industry experts for exam for insights. Because I'm, I'm I'm privileged to be in um, a Slack group, or like three. Four. So who Slack group? Slack. Yeah, I mean, whose Slack group are you on? Oh, okay, okay. There's one by Jimmy Daly. Okay. CMCG. Okay. It's a group for marketers, um, head of content at different companies, and but there's another one for marketing Twitter. Most marketers on Market Twitter on their group. And I have one for backlinks, but that one's not very useful. Okay. Those people are just spamming each other yeah. requests for backlinks. So those two groups, there's a channel there you can just post a question like you're yeah, looking for feedback on a particular topic or what is people's opinion about this topic then. Um, get that together and come up with something. Then I really start and I, I get all the information I need and I get everything. I start with the body of the content, content. instead of the introduction. Because the introduction is usually really hard. For me, you really hard to write. So I just prefer to write what the content is all about, then write the introduction and conclusion. The conclusion. Then put the necessary keyword placements the header tags and links. So I'm writing for, when I write for a company, I link to other blog posts post. they've written to so the general SEO site. So. But then now, um, there's something you, you mentioned, you said the introduction is always very um, difficult to for me to write. Yeah. Why, why do you think it's that way? I can't say. But I just, I or, guess... Or do you think the introduction is very, very important? Yeah. Like, it's more or less like a selling point, like it's a bait. Exactly. It's... it's. Like, no matter how good the article writes, if the introduction is dull or uninteresting, 
conversion rates. Like people, people just see the headline. The headline is important. They see the headline. They see the first three sentences. If they're not interested, they bounce. Yeah, I think so. I'm, I'm, well, for me, I'm beginning to learn. Um, what's it called? If you follow me on Twitter, you know that I embrace this concept of um, l- uh, learning by taking action, learning by doing stuff. By implementation. Exactly. And uh, you just said something about headline, and that's true. I, I sent out a newsletter. Okay. And I don't think I'm on the newsletter. I don't know why. <laughs> I'll, I'll join. I'll join after this. I should find you. <laughs> and uh, what's it called? Then I decided to change the subject name to credit alert okay. you know the way you get bank notifications credit alert i think and that's interesting one of uh, the is open rates has like whoa okay so I, I need to pay more attention to how i craft subject lines. and that so um, in the midst of all that that's been said there are very critical points that that you mentioned about your writing process and i'm trying to stress this so that we don't lose track on that one is the place of research yeah and two community community is very very important um community offers support community offers a lot of things a lot of insights this is true community that you can have access to industry experts and um that's that's another profound thing do you think there's any correlation or relationship between copywriting and creativity yes i think there is because you have um, you need a creative mind to come up with Sometimes stories, sometimes concepts that would engage your reader. Because um, readers today are exposed to a lot of content. So, and the way the mind works, it usually recognizes patterns. So when you try to do what everybody else is doing, the brain recognizes that, oh, okay, this guy's trying to sell me something, or I've seen this before. So you need creativity to come up with stories um, effective stories because storytelling is like all the most important aspects of writing that makes people read what you write. Throughout human history, we've always loved stories, right? We are intrigued by stories. That's why we gather around fires at night to hear the stories of um, the tortoise and tales, the hare, yeah, tales by moonlight. Exactly. So you have to be creative to come up with those stories. Stories help, especially when they're in introduction, to lead the readers into your piece of content, then takes them through. Um, the, uh, the, the copywriter, Joshua Gaman, calls it the slippery slope. So they start from the beginning at, with the story, then they go down the slippery slope until they reach the call yeah, to action, the end, which is able to buy something. Um, to download an ebook, to join an email list. So you need to be creative, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, my next question is, how, how have you managed to be productive as, as a writer? Um, to be productive, it has to do with um, scheduling and time management. Because you can be everywhere at all times, and definitely you get tired at some point. So. I really schedule my time. I take or I make a list of the most important things to do. I have a book where I write, when I wake up, I write what I want to accomplish for the day. 
is it to meet some deadlines to send send out cold emails um to just do something else and track my progress as i complete each of these tasks and at the end of the day i look at the book again and see which one i did not complete and move it to the next day already even before the next day starts so i know that okay this one was from yesterday so i have to complete it um faster or um more urgent than the rest of the um, group then i also use scheduling tools sometimes i schedule my tweets that have to be online um the emails i send out i really schedule them because I'm, I'm mostly sending out these emails to americans so our time if i wake up time zone. yeah the time zone is different so if i wake up by five whatever i want to do by eight if i want to send them out by eight they'll probably they'll still be sleeping for the time zone. so i have to wait till around four and by four i might be engaged in something else i just schedule the emails by eight then allow them to send out by four then by that it's i really write or just do something that needs to be done at the start of the day oh interesting um now that's that has to do a lot with time management yeah and um, there are two school of thoughts that has to do with um that some believe that um, mind management is more important than time management Okay. Um, I don't know if you have anything to just oppose that, uh, that particular perception. Okay, I think it's what you focus your mind on that you spend time on. So if you are always thinking about writing, you spend more time writing. writing. If you are always thinking about football, you spend more time playing football or watching football. Mm-hmm. So I think the, the mix is okay. kind of intertwined. So the important thing is just that you have to focus your mind on things that are important, things that help you to achieve a goal. Um, so that your time, because you have 24 hours. In fact, some people have more time than others because um, we, or for me, I have to do most of the things I do by myself. I can't hire anybody. I don't have the phones yeah. to hire anybody okay, so i have to do myself that's why i said i use scheduling apps to just automate something some stuff yeah so the focus right now is on getting clients that's on my mind is focused on on getting high paying clients not those five naira words article so on getting high <laughs> paying clients so i have to spend my time doing things that will make me get those high-paying clients. And right now, focusing on coding those and creating useful content on social media. So that's what my mind thinks about most of the time, and that's what I spend my time doing. Yeah. Oh, okay, thank you so much for sharing out of the abundance of, of what you know, Nathan. It's, it's been an amazing time discussing writing with Nathan, you know, and um, like I would always say, that writing produces clear thinkers and um, out of clear clear thinking you know that um, you can actually do stuff better and i think that's cheaper than therapy yeah. <laughs> so um, i believe you must have learned one or two things from this conversation so um what were the highlights for you i'd, I'd like to know what the highlights are in the comment section or if you're listening on a podcast you could just send a mail 
and let me know one or, one or two things that that you learned and if you have questions please feel free to drop your questions as well um, and also um, okay you can be on the lookout for more inspiring contents and conversations on this platform you could please use the subscribe button and put on the post notification bell so that you could actually know when we drop inspiring contents just for you. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.